0: I had to hit the music. See? Sometimes I fat finger it, and on the iPhone, it doesn't, you know, my finger doesn't quite hit the little button perfect, so. I gotta do it. And now I just knock my headphones out. I'm all kinds of over the place. Anyways, welcome to the Average American Podcast. I'm Brandon. (laughs) She's Jen. Welcome to another (laughs) finely tuned production of the Average American Podcast.
1: Mhm. High quality production values here.
0: Oh yeah, nothing, nothing but the best here. I try, you know, mm-hmm. I try. It's, it's just me <laughs> sitting here, and I got to do it like on the computer while I'm talking to you, and, you know, sometimes there, there's it
1: doesn't. People that have like their kids and their dogs. Well, our dog, my dog, whines, but they have their kids walking in and out and stuff. They, these are like people with millions of followers. That's like the whole YouTube live stream right twitter whatever experience
0: <laughs> see the problem it's is when authentic. i go to back to put it on the podcast and people go to listen to the podcast and they expect you know like you should have, you should have had that ironed out already but it's it's all right <laughs> i'm not too worried about it if i was very worried about it we wouldn't be on here i wouldn't be on here embarrassing myself regularly so yeah yeah <clears throat> uh what's going on it's what, the
1: content that matters
0: right yeah and we
1: Oh my gosh! We do so have mediocre content,
0: so that's a good, that's a plus for us. No,
1: no, we have high, high quality content. Okay. The best. Okay.
0: If you Nobody's say so. Nobody's ever
1: had content like this before. The me, greatest content
0: ever. Let me tell you, folks, <laughs> our content is great. It's it could be the greatest of all time.
1: <laughs> People say.
0: Clearly, it's going to be a a fun weird day. So, what do we got? What do we got today? <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, we've got, where do we start? So the Michigan hearing was yesterday, I believe, right? Yep, yep. Um, if not the day before. I've been out, out of sync a little bit. I haven't been quite following things as I um, often do, minute by minute. But I was watching some of the clips of the Michigan hearings, and it's just amazing stuff. I mean, it just kills you. the the idea that people can listen to this or that the media can witness this. I mean, I'm assuming I'm, I'm assuming that journalists would actually watch this, right? It's like newsworthy. I I, I
0: seriously (laughs) question whether or not they've watched it. My, my bet would be that most of them have not.
1: Yeah. And that's probably a safe bet. Um, but to think that these so these people are just average Americans, right? These aren't, activists like you get on the left these aren't politicians these aren't you know professional agitators these are just normal people testifying to what they have seen and they're honest and they're real and um they're compelling and yet of course the media will ignore it and um whatever does get out they'll try to you know poo poo and quiet it down but it's just The part that makes me proud is to see these average American people standing up for what is right and being willing to put their own well-being on the line. A lot of times it's, you know, some of these people are getting threats. You know, some of these people are going to be probably let go from their jobs. And yet they're willing to stand up and, and tell the truth to try to do what is right.
0: Yeah, you're talking about um the the blonde lady with the the beehive hair. I think her her name is Melissa.
1: Yeah, Melissa Carone.
0: Melissa Carone is her name. Yeah, that's her. Um and she answered that question in the Michigan hearing. Somebody asked her, Well, why aren't more people coming forward to tell us about this? And she said, Because my life's been destroyed. Because I've been attacked. You know, I've been threatened. And it's and unfortunately, like, I don't know if you saw that clip, but That's kind of what happened during those hearings is those, these Democrat legislators in Michigan were actually like intimidating the witnesses as we sat there and watched it live. So you can imagine how they're treated when the cameras aren't rolling and they know, they know that people aren't watching, right? Like if that's how they treat them when we're all watching, like how you can imagine. Well, and I,
1: well, like the, the USPS worker that, that testified that he was one of the first people to come forward, that testified that his supervisor was telling people to backdate ballots that had been mailed after the third. The The last I heard, he had been suspended. I think you're right. And I have, I haven't even heard anymore. And it seems like there should be whistleblower laws that would protect him, you know, and all of these people. And they should be. Because that's what they're doing. They're they're blowing the whistle Well and corruption. Yeah, that was that, took that place.
0: That was all the yelling and screaming about the the whistleblower during the whole Trump impeachment thing. Was oh we've got to protect yeah. the whistleblower. We've got to protect the whistleblower. We can't even say the whistleblower's name, even though we all know who he is. And then you, I know, and you're
1: going to get banned. You're going to get banned from social yeah. media for even saying his name. And then you
0: have a Michigan legislator <laughs> doxing somebody in the middle of the hearing. Like, what is your name? Give us your name. Like, are you are you serious? It's yeah. It, like it's, it's unreal.
1: It really is unreal. I think this is one of the this is one of the challenges we face is the normalcy bias. So people have a normalcy bias that you know you just kind of gravitate towards. Everything's fine. It's like that little meme of the little dog sitting in the fire. This is fine. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean the. Just this is so surreal to watch this election. That the the attempt to steal this election, right out in the open. Everybody knows it. Yeah, even I, the liberals it, who pretend they don't.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is they're all acting like oh there was nothing that happened with this election when they all know goddamn well what happened. Yeah, like
1: it. it I know. I'm a, I'm like just own it.
0: Well, and that's the thing is like, they they really,
1: you don't give a darn about fraud. They really aren't even trying to deny it anymore
0: though. They like, they aren't even trying to deny it. They're just saying you can't prove it now. Like they're not even saying, Oh, you can't, there wasn't, there wasn't any fraud. Like, Oh, you can't prove it. You can't prove it would have overturned the election. That's like the line now. Right. Because now they can't, now they can't claim, you know, honestly, they tried to do it anyway, but they can't claim honestly that there's no fraud because we have all this evidence of fraud. So now it's, Oh, well it wouldn't have impacted the election. You know, well, see, it's it's that's, it's just silly because even they're admitting it in what they're saying.
1: Well, and that's not a bad place to be because we just we just flip it. We just need to flip it back on them, and say, look, we don't have to prove it was enough to change the election. It is the government's job to pr- prove that they ran an election which is a legally run. B verifiable, you know what I mean? And see, right. free of fraud. Well That's I, how this I, works. It isn't on us to say, oh, well, we've proven there's fraud. Now we got to go prove that there was enough high enough numbers. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That is not how this works. You're running an election. You have to prove that it was run correctly and legally.
0: Well, <laughs> and, and you've said before, you know, we deserve to have election integrity. We deserve to have you know, a, a non-questionable election where nothing like this even happened, where there where there isn't even a question about it, because there were Republican poll watchers in the room who saw everything happen and who verified that nothing, you know, nefarious went on. But we don't even ha- we don't have that, you know. And, and well, not only
1: not only though do we deserve it,
0: it's our right, it's our constitutional right. Not only do we deserve it, it's you're our right, constitutional it's
1: constitutional right, and it's the law. Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's the what other it means.
1: thing. Why are people not, see, we need to do a little bit better messaging on this. It's like, look, we know that observers were blocked. We know that ballots were brought in late. We know that, you know, um, that there's witness testimony that these ballots were being run through the machine multiple times, that they were being accepted without, you know, without the person being registered. One of the people, and if I'm, I believe I'm correct, it's Jesse Jacob was a, um, city employee of Detroit for decades, she said that they were adding. So they got a ballot with somebody's name on it, and they weren't registered. They were adding the names to the registration. Jeez, and so, calling it
0: and calling it a same-day registration, I'm sure.
1: Right. So the the idea <laughs> that any of that can go by, this is all illegal. There, you have election laws. For a reason the reason being so that you have a legitimate election so when those laws are broken you no longer have a legitimate election and we don't have to prove the number we don't have to come up with a number of votes to subtract we just show look these laws were broken this election was not secure it was no. not legitimate.
0: Right. And I mean, I you think. start over
1: or something.
0: Beyond question at this point, we're already there. I mean, it's already questionable yeah. enough. And that- in
1: some of these cases, I'm sorry to interrupt again, but in some of these cases, like we've talked about with Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania, they unilaterally decided to do mail-in ballots without the legislature's say-so, which it's the legislature's job to decide election law. They don't have the authority to do that. So before you even started the process, you had illegal activity going on that that <laughs> nullifies the whole thing. And this is what we need. I think we need to you know, just put the onus back on them and push on them and say, look, this election has already been proven to be illegitimate. That's it, period. Now, if you want to try to prove it's legitimate, then you go right ahead and show us. That nothing wrong took place. We already know it did. We already have the witnesses. We already have the numbers. We already have the video and the audio and everything else.
0: Right. Hmm. How but do you flip do that it. around? How do you flip that around then?
1: Well, that's a good question. I think um, it's it's tough because again, we're always battling the media. Right. And their narrative and their control of the narrative. Right. But even if it starts with us at the grassroots, we need to start saying this. And you'd be amazed at how if just ordinary people start saying something and push it hard enough, then other people start saying it. And before you know it, it it makes its way into the (coughs) top-line narrative.
0: That's a good point. All right, so the message is they have to prove that it was a secure and, and fair election.
1: Right, they have to prove that the laws governing elections were followed. And they cl- and we they know so, that so clearly they cannot weren't. Do that.
0: They so clearly weren't. And that's the right. thing I think that's the thing that's the reason why we were so frustrated with Bill Barr. I mean, it's since come out in all fairness it has since come out that the AP misquoted Barr and that uh the DOJ actually made a clarifying statement. I don't know if you saw that. Um
1: I did, yeah.
0: Um you know, it, it was kind of meaningless to me. It felt like, you know, lip service almost. But um, did you hear what Trump said in response to a a question about Barr? I think I'm going to go ahead and play that real quick because that was actually, I I thought pretty interesting. So let's just take a minute to play that.
1: Yeah. Do you still have confidence in Bill Barr? Uh, Ask me that in a number of weeks from now. Uh, They should be looking at all of this fraud. This is not civil. He thought it was civil. This is not civil. This is criminal stuff. This is very bad criminal stuff. Do you still have confidence in Bill Barr? So,
0: I thought it was an interesting answer. I, you know, I don't think that you could draw a definitive inference one way or the other on whether he does actually trust him or not. But, you know, he raises a good point, and that is that there are very clear legal issues here. There, there were, there were criminal laws violated right there were crimes committed in in all of this and for bar to say oh this is a civil matter it just doesn't make a lot of sense when this is a federal election to me is do you do you know more about that than i do maybe
1: i do not i wish i did okay. my short answer about bar would be no i yeah. don't
0: I, I, him. sadly i don't trust that guy i mean that's no You know,
1: I was worried from the minute that I heard that he had said he had sent out a directive saying um, to investigate fraud, but only if it would affect the outcome of the election. Well, how can you know that unless you you find
0: it all? Yeah.
1: Right. So if one lady says, well, I saw two hundred or two thousand ballots run through the machine twice. Right. Right. Or I saw two thousand instances of, you know, a voter being added after the fact or something being backdated, those numbers in itself might not change the outcome of the election. But if it happened there where that person witnesses witnessed it, right. then it in all likelihood happened a whole lot of other places as well. So you have to investigate these, you know, witnesses' um, testimonies You have to investigate what they saw in order to find out what actually happened. So as soon as he said that, I was like, Oh, to me, that was like, yeah, to me, that was like him telling people not to investigate. And I I can't, I mean, we should have known because he was a Bush appointee.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? Um, But it's very disheartening to realize that they're really, are not a lot of patriots in our government.
0: I know. I know. And They're then and they just nobody willing to
1: stand up to the machine.
0: Nobody is who they say that they are. I mean, because if you go off of what Barr has said, you know, he says all the right things. He says all the things that you want to hear. But when it comes time to the doing, you know, he's nowhere to be found.
1: Same with Lindsey Graham. Yeah. And the same Yeah. The the very, the very first thing that got me about bar too, was when they said they weren't gonna put out anything until after the election.
0: I know. That was like it's a cowardice you know, move. It's it's a spineless thing to do. It's it's yeah. You're wimping out. You know, they didn't they didn't withhold anything I, when it came to the twenty eighteen midterms and the stuff that they were doing with Mueller's report. You know, they didn't hold back on any of that just because there was an election coming up.
1: Yeah. That's because they're Democrats. Right. They have no rules. Like they literally have no rules at all.
0: Well they they, they have the anything. rules. They just don't have to follow them because nobody holds them accountable when they break them.
1: Right. Because the media will pile on and say, Oh, it's fine. And so the rules are more like optional guidelines after, for them. Well, anybody that tries to go out let's let, let's just bottom line it. The system is corrupt. That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much everybody has woken up to that. Now you have to be really clueless, useful in an idiot territory to not recognize that at this point. So the system is corrupt and it protects its own. Yeah. And, um, when's
0: the last time you saw the DOJ prosecute itself for anything? Honestly.
1: Right. Right. You know, um, so it's corrupt and it's going to protect itself. And the Democrat Party is aligned with that. I don't know quite how to explain it. The Republican Party is as well, but they're kind of on the periphery. They're not guiding it. They're not leading it. They're kept in check because if they break any rules, they will be called out by the media. Right. Right. So unless, of course, they're going along, then yeah. if they're going along, then, everything's then they're not going to get called out.
0: Yeah. Then it's all hunky dory,
1: right? That's the threat. The threat is step out of line and disobey. we'll expose the
0: things that you do that everybody does, but we'll get you in trouble for it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's exact. It's like Manafort. Manafort yeah. is a good example. Manafort had actually been investigated by the FBI for the very things that he went to jail for, but they had um, passed on prosecution until he went to work for Trump.
0: Funny how and that worked. They with wanted to get Trump. Those people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it says, and Tony Podesta's brother w- had done the exact same thing with the firm that Tony, that John Podesta, excuse me, Tony Podesta is John Podesta's brother. Right. They set up a lobbying firm together, which did the exact same thing. Tony Podesta just folded up his business like literally within two, three weeks of it coming out. He just folded up his business, went away, and
0: nothing never ever happened. happened to him. Yeah, and he just, oh, oh, well.
1: Yeah, so so our system is corrupt. I mean, I hate to admit that. It kills me to admit that about the United States of America. But that's the fact, And and Trump, if you need any other evidence that Trump is not going along with it, all of this crap that's happened to him is it. Yeah. That's really all you need to know.
0: Yeah, I mean, from, from the day that he was inaugurated in 20... Since before the day he was inaugurated, honestly, it started before that. It was started before he even took office. From that day until... Right up until this last election, I mean, they have done everything they can think of to try and get him out. I mean, so... I, honestly, I I don't know why I didn't see this coming because you called this perfectly what was going to happen with this election. You said it, and I was like, no, I think yeah. we're gonna, you know, I think we're gonna beat it out. And in a way, we did. Uh, you know, we're still battling it, and we we now know about all the corruption because of all the people who came out to vote for Trump. But it's just, yeah, it's like frustrating because everywhere you well, turn, in, in there's in the corruption. Of I the mean, Trump
1: team, who could think that you would get 11 million more votes
0: and lose? Yeah.
1: And lose and and Fraud. I mean literally. Fraud like is we the answer. Fraud. The, other day, the the other yeah exactly. The other like we talked about the other day. I mean, if you look at the total numbers of registrations, at least as far as um, according to Statista, in twenty eighteen, there were more votes nationwide as a total for the entire nation. The total number of votes is more. Than the total number were registered in
0: 2018. See, you know, that that right <laughs> there. And so how can you even say that there wasn't fraud that would impact the election if those are the numbers? I mean, come on. If you can't say yeah. that, if we have more votes than we have voters, you cannot tell me that there wasn't enough fraud to have overturned the results, to, to have changed the results of the election. So any, right. anybody obvious. who makes it's that too, claim it's, just—it's basic
1: it's, math. Yeah,
0: it's idiotic. It's basic math. Yeah.
1: You can't have more than than something of the than there actually are. So they say, well, a lot of people just registered. And I said, even if you got 10 million new registrations, right, and now you're starting to creep up into every single eligible adult being registered territory, which is also because not even you have to remember possible. that we have 300. Right, because we have 330 million people, but like something like 50 million of those people are foreigners, whether they're legal or illegal. Um, and I think that illegal might even be on top of that. And then you have children and you have felons. You see what I'm saying? Right. You can't have more registered voters than there are eligible adults to vote. <laughs> so you're you're getting pretty close to creeping up to that line, um, even with the 153 million or whatever. So um, it's just basic math. You can't have more of something than than what there are.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And once you establish that basic math, and there's other mathematical things like we've seen where in specific precincts that Biden needed to win, we have 200, 300, up to one that had 700% of the registered voters.
0: It's just insane. Obviously,
1: that's impossible.
0: It's just insane
1: you take the other statistical numbers like trump winning 18 of 19 bellwether counties or biden underperforming hillary in all the metro areas except for the four cities atlanta philadelphia milwaukee yeah. and <laughs> the, down the, other in, you know, outper- the down ballot
0: candidates outperforming biden and you know out the down ballot candidates the the people the, the people who trump brought out the supporters to vote for you know they are outperforming Trump it just doesn't make sense that the down ballot candidates would outperform the top ticket. And it wasn't even that right. it was that Biden was so far exceeding his down ballot candidates too.
1: Right. And so you have think you know the numbers like that some of which are just fishy but some of which are you know again impossible are downright literally. impossible yeah. Um so you take that and then you add on top of that the hundreds, and I think they're up to like a thousand or more witnesses now, to fraudulent activity, and that provides you the how the fraud happened. So you know that fraud happened because you know these numbers are impossible, and then they, you've got witnesses that are testifying how it happened. It's a no-brainer, so <laughs> it just frustrates me to no end that we even have to discuss it.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying, too. But I mean, you know, just the the facts of the matter are the argument that there was not enough fraud to change the election is just bogus. I mean, the the numbers that we're looking at out of every single state, they're far more than enough to have swung the election one way or the other. So we can't we can we don't we shouldn't even put up with that. It'd be like it doesn't. First of all, it doesn't matter that, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it could swing an election or not, because fraud is fraud
1: fraud right but
0: that aside even even saying that there was plenty of examples and plenty of votes that could have swung the election we have the proof right here which brings me to another video evidence clip that we have which i know you saw this one out of georgia remember they said they had to stop the counts in georgia and it was like eight o'clock in the morning or whatever and they said oh you got to come back because we can't count right now well, when they yeah. did that, when they did that, I'm trying to find the video install. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> they pulled out a big <laughs> trunk of ballots from underneath a table, which, which I guess had been placed there suspiciously by the last same lady who is supposedly pulling these out. I'm gonna go ahead and play this right now.
1: So the Republican observers said, and I know like that
0: you can't see it if you're listening to, to the podcast, but
1: State Farm Arena.
0: Yeah, this is what's happening is they're they're pulling out suitcases of ballots from underneath a table
1: So what you're going to see look at the ladies in yellow You'll see that they will begin just sitting still Doing nothing ostensibly not working because after all they said they're gonna stop counting They will wait until The witnesses over there in that roped-off area the press and the observers leave the room then you'll see them move into action and begin scanning ballots.
0: And I mean, it's like, it's the second they leave the room too. I know you can, again, you can't see the video if you're listening to the audio podcast, but as soon as that happens, they start running these ballots through the machines like really okay, quick.
1: So I think what we can do now is fast forward. I think that's
0: enough of it. Um, that kind of gives you the gist of it. But if you want to go watch the full clip, you can, you can find that a lot of places. It's just, it, it's to the well, point it's now. It's important
1: to recognize, it's important to point out that I had seen photographs, still photographs, and actually video from um, just, again, just witnesses and observers that had showed people bringing in luggage to the ballot counting areas and speculating that, you know, they thought that these had ballots in them. So this provides the next step. This was luggage that was brought out from under this table. This wasn't like official ballot boxes or something. This was pieces of luggage that people had brought in ballots from outside. This is so illegal.
0: We need to. We need to get security (laughs) cameras from all of these voting centers. See, and this is the thing I'm talking about. Is this is so easy to go and get this stuff? Like we could be verifying all of these witness testimonies so easily. That I think that's what we need to be demanding. If you, if you didn't cheat, if you know that you didn't cheat, you would be wholeheartedly supporting going out. And verifying this vote any way you can. Let's go prove this witness's testimony. You know, if this happened, let's go, you know, see it. I want to see it happen on video. We've got the security tapes or whatever. But
1: Right, or or if you're contending that no fraud happened and this is all on the up and up, which I don't even think they're contending that. No. Like you said, they're just saying prove it. Yeah, you know, or whatever bs arguments they come up with but if you were contending that then you should be willing to be open and transparent on everything and you we shouldn't see this is another thing we've seen is shredding trucks pulling up to some of these election pcs pallets
0: of computers being sent to machine shredders yeah Uh, so
1: why are you hiding if you don't have anything to hide yeah right like i said the onus on us isn't on us to prove the amount of fraud we've already proven via numbers and via witness testimony that fraud occurred so now the elections are compromised so the question is are we going to allow elections to be compromised in the United States of America or are we going to take action to correct it
0: this is where I think that one way or another it's going to be corrected I don't know how it's going to happen yet. I don't know which of the many avenues it could happen with. You know, there's there's plenty. It, it could it could happen by the Supreme Court making a ruling that mail-in balloting or mail-in voting was unconstitutional when not passed by the legislature, which would have a rippling effect in Wisconsin and Michigan and Pennsylvania and I think in Arizona too. Right. There would be you know, so that would be awesome. That would be, that, awesome that would be it one would make way. It simple. Right. Yeah. Another way is through the legislators, the state legislators, if the electors aren't awarded and neither candidate gets to 270 and then it goes to a state vote, which that's the kind of the scariest of all the options, you know, and then there's I, I think Trump just declaring martial law and saying, no, we're going to have a revote. You know, we can't let this stand because this is the future of our country. And I I was saying this, I I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or not. I definitely said it to my buddy. I was like, when Trump really is going to do something, he never talks about it. Like he'll, he'll he'll float things and, and say things that, you know, he would probably never do, but he wants you to think that he will. But when he really wants to use something and save it, he doesn't even talk about it. And he's never talked about that with the election. But I think that it, it's an option that I think he would be willing to use. And I, I would wholeheartedly support it if he did.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too, because at this point what we're dealing with is a Venezuela style election. Yeah. We're dealing with a completely illegitimate election, which would mean that we would have a completely illegitimate government.
0: And for the security of our country, we can't have that. We can't allow it. I mean Right, it, and if
1: he and if if he does, you know, new elections and we do it in a way that's secure you know, and verifiable, then no one can argue. Yeah. And if Biden wins, then he wins. But he won't, because we all know that he probably got... I mean, literally, I would not be surprised if he got like one-third of the vote.
0: Well, if these... (laughs) I mean, maybe that's
1: a bit much, maybe 40%. But I'm telling you, I don't see any enthusiasm for this candidate. And I know that people hate Trump, even though it's irrationally. But...
0: well, I've, if it, I'll just say, I if it's true that, that the, many
1: people want to go back,
0: if it's true that the Dominion voting system took th- three tenths of a Trump vote and and gave it to Biden, then those numbers are probably pretty close that you're you're you know yeah. speculating about there. So, so ugh. that's
1: our. I, I mean the 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 one the bright side of this is you know if if we succeed, and I, I I'm like you, I'm kind of getting more hopeful that it's just too much and it's just too blatant yeah and the public Um, is just becoming
0: so aware of it you know despite the media's constant attempt to cover it up and censor it i mean twitter was censoring something now you know that 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 ballot check that they did in arizona where they went through and looked at um 100 ballots and they found that three were tarnished basically and and illegally thrown out to the trump votes and one was given to biden
1: yeah.
0: Um, well, yeah, they, Twitter was even flagging that even though they were saying that that was disinformation, even though that's like a verified thing from the state of Arizona. So well, the
1: good side to that is no one believes Twitter anymore. Right. Exactly. Any I know,
0: and, and, and stuff that they do, like they continue to do that. It really doesn't help them. It really hurts them actually. And I don't, I don't know that people or Twitter realize that you know, quite how much of an impact it has on the loss of trust that people have in them.
1: Yeah, I I think I think that's becoming pretty apparent, but they don't seem to care. I think that they think they'll be able to rebuild it after the fact, you know?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Yeah.
1: But the fact is, is that every day people, I think, are who are what we would call normal, who don't, you know, involve themselves in politics very much are recognizing that something's going on here. Yeah. Um, You don't get this many um, average people going and testifying about all this stuff that's gone on. And and, And we're not talking in any of these cases of the witnesses that I've heard. You're not talking about, oh, I saw someone run one ballot through twice or something like that. We're talking about hundreds and thousands of ballots at a time here. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about mass fraud. We're talking about election individual.
0: impacting amounts of fraud.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So that and, much is, is clear and plain, I think, at this point. Right.
1: And so people are waking up to it, and they are realizing that the media and Twitter and all those are lying to them. So it just gives them less power, ultimately.
0: Yeah, it's the Streisand effect. You try and hide something; people just makes people want to know all the more about it. So, and, and they, they're not
1: going to trust you in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're going to
1: try all the impact that you could have had on these people. Which, thank God, they're losing. You're not going to have.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. It. It's the same thing that we've talked about with the Trump effect, right? You know, once you see, it's taken the red pill. Once you take the red pill, yeah. you never go back. You never unsee the truths of the world, you know? So once you realize that they're all lying to you, you know, then it, then it's, you, you can never undo that. And I think that that's what's happening more and more as people are going, wait a second, they're lying to me. Because Twitter and Facebook and all the, and the media just keep giving them opportunities to see it, you know? And the more opportunities yeah. that you give people to you know, see the truth. Eventually they're going to see it. Even the ones I think, well, maybe not, not definitely not all the ones who have been brainwashed, but maybe even some of the ones who are, are so very brainwashed, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what I I always
1: say like 25 to 30% of the Democrats are just utterly brainwashed and you will never convince them. I mean, these are the types of people that still supported Stalin after he died and thought he was great. Yeah. You know what I mean? After the cold war, there right. were still people that thought Stalin was great. So these are the people who go around
0: have... wearing Che Guevara shirts.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, so you're gonna have a certain percentage of that, but it's it, it really is those people in the center because what we kind of miss as people that are interested in politics and follow it pretty closely there's a lot of people walking around who do not have a clue what's going on. Like, they just literally don't pay any attention whatsoever. They've got kids that have soccer practice or, you know, have school and they have homework and they have work, you know, 40 they've got hours better, a week. And, they've, they've
0: honestly got life going on and they don't have, they, yeah, <laughs> it's stressful to them to read up on all these things. Whereas we kind of enjoy it and it's kind of like a hobby. But yeah, with them, it's, it, you know, it kind of is a stressful thing.
1: Right. So those people, um, it takes a lot to pierce their bubble. They're, I'm living my life and not going to worry about politics bubble. But this is something that will. And I think it had already begun because of the just the outrageousness of the attacks on Trump. So a good example of people being red-pilled is the Russia hoax, right? Right. There's still a few people that will try to say, oh, no, Trump was working with Russians and blah, blah, blah. But most of the people, even the Democrats, now they'll just kind of, they don't want to talk about it really, right? right? right. They just know like they got had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they know they got had now. So um, those types of people or the normal people that, you know, thought, well, gee, that's really bad if Trump was working with Russia. And then they found out it wasn't true. And they're well, like, well, why would the media tell me for two years straight that Trump was working with Russia when it wasn't true. And that's when some
0: of them have that light bulb moment.
1: Yeah. So some of them are kind of, we're already kind of coming around and then this whole COVID nonsense where they're telling you, you can't travel and you can't do this and you can't do that and you got to wear a mask. And then there are, caught i mean have you seen yeah. all the politicians the austin that mayor caught? who
0: was in cabo san lucas <laughs> while he was making a video telling everybody to stay you home can't. yeah i mean you just can't write can't this stuff
1: this you can't write this stuff
0: any better than that
1: uh, <laughs> so that's you know, why people so that's don't take him seriously yeah so that's waking people up but this is and i think there's a lot of normal people that probably don't like trump that probably voted for Democrats that think, you know, I want to help people and all the, you know, stuff that they are convinced is true.
0: All the feely things, yeah.
1: All the feely things, but even they, most of them, probably care at least somewhat about election integrity because they realize, like especially people who supported people like Bernie, they realize that Election integrity matters to every single person in this country. It isn't going to just affect Republicans. right? Even though it's Democrats that have the, the fraud machines, it's going to mean that you're not going to get the Democrats that you want. Exactly. You're going to get the corporate Democrats that they want.
0: Yeah, the Joe Bidens of the world. I mean, yes, the, good the, lord.
1: Mush for freaking brains. I mean, give me a break.
0: The, the Joe
1: freaking Biden, the oh lukewarm
0: porridge. I think Babylon B had a story like, uh, in a, <laughs> in a poll of favorite foods, nation votes, lukewarm porridge eight lukewarm porridge gets 80 million votes or something. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah. So there you go. I mean, there you go.
0: We're way over on time. So I'm going to wrap up there. We're going to cut it there until next time.
1: I'm Donald Trump and I
0: approve this message.